horror fans. Today on the Horrorcraft Podcast with Cassandra and Bubbles, we're talking about something pretty amazing. Something out of this world. It may involve cotton candy. What are we talking about today, Brittany? Killer clowns from outer outer space. space. So today we're talking about the cult classic Killer Clowns for Outer Space in time for Halloween. We are going to deep dive into everything that makes this movie so great and the behind the scenes facts and basically just cut it up for the next however long this episode goes. So buckle in, pop yourself some popcorn. Don't let it be the kind that gives you the little spawnling things. Spawnling things. Um, avoid cotton candy cocoons and buckle in because we're about to talk about killer clowns. Cue the music. So, killer clowns. Killer clowns is an amazing movie from the 1980s that is just perfect. I mean, I don't think... There are many films that are perfect, but that one is just great. Um, what was your first experience with Killer Clowns? I think I was like four. It was one, It's like one of my earliest memories of horror. I'm sitting there, I told you this before, mm-hmm. in Cincinnati, eating some La Rosa's fettuccine, watching this, this movie, this is the shit, Love and Life. I remember going to a circus not long after, and I was disappointed the clowns didn't look that cool. The, I need, when I'm down in Cincinnati, I need to eat La Rosa's and watch Killer Clowns. This is going to be a thing. For We're sure. Make this happen. It's bomb. It's, it sounds like a good combo. I was scared of Killer Clowns. I first saw Killer Clowns on Sci-Fi, and I got really scared. I remember our mutual friend was over, and she we watched it together, and then I had to walk her home. And I remember walking home like, oh man, I'm going to get picked off by a killer clown. But then I ended up watching it, like somehow conquering lo- like my low-key fear of clowns. And I mean, I still, like clowns are still creepy, but they're not as bad as they used to be for me. But I love killer clowns. Like now I'd be like, yay! So, but killer clowns is such a good movie, like... I'm so appreciative of the fact that it is getting its just desserts now, like with horror, Halloween Horror Nights doing it, and then, um, like, Spirit Halloween had a ton, ton of killer clown stuff this year. I mean, I could have spent a bajillion dollars there, really, if I wanted to. Right. So, and for those who missed our Halloween episode, I talked about it, but... In preparation for this Killer Clowns episode, Brittany, <laughs> you pulled a prank on me. Sorry, friend. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you get the Killer Clown outfit? Um, when I was getting my son's costume in a different city, like it's pretty far out, um, in Illyria. Yeah, at Spare Halloween. Yeah, I just like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, wait, we're doing a Killer Clowns episode. I'm going to do this. I wanted to show you my costume so bad, but I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. <laughs> so Brittany decided to tell me that she had a surprise for me. So I was not thinking that it was going to be that. I just thought it was something for like our filming room 
or um, something in general. I don't know. Like a cup. <laughs> like a cup or something. Because normally, like, we're giving each other little gifts back and forth. That's just how we are. And so she knocks on the door, and I just happened to answer it because normally Jim answers it. And she is in a shorty from Killer Clowns outfit. And I was not expecting that. And it just took me aback. I I died. Like part of my soul just left me when she, (laughs) and she's just laughing. And it made it even worse because she's laughing and it's like shorty's face. Oh my gosh. It was, it was fun. It's, it's, it's a funny thing. I, I will never forget that until the day I die. It's a terrifying combo. Shorty's face and my laugh. <laughs> True. But for those of you who haven't seen Killer Clowns, Killer Clowns is a movie about a small town that gets invaded by clowns that are from outer space. And these clowns are not your average clowns. They have cocoons, cotton candy cocoons that they cocoon people in to drink their blood out of bendy straws. They kill people in very creative ways, and they're terrorizing the whole town. What is your favorite scene from Killer Clowns? Oh, man. How are you going to do that to me? (laughs) I I like when Shorty punches the guy's head off with the boxing gloves because he's bullying him. and He's like, you know what? I'm going to knock your head off. Um, My favorite scene is with Mooney where... He's the puppet. Oh, yeah, the ventriloquist. Yeah, that was great. So That's a really good one. But if you haven't seen Killer Clowns, watch it. If you do, you know how nostalgic and amazing this movie is. And there's just so many creative kills and so much time and consideration that went into this. And we are going to deep dive into that. So um, let's get to it. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, for those who don't know, are the brainchild of the Chiodo brothers, which I was currently, I was for the while saying uh, Cheeto brothers, but it's the Chiodo. The Chiodo brothers, um, the three of them all came up with this movie together, but it is essentially um, from some of the things that I've read and um, heard of, uh, I think Steven is the brother that came up with the idea, but he, they had had a conversation about what would be the scariest thing. And he was driving home at night and he thought how it would be scary if he looked over and he saw a clown in the car next to him. And that's how Killer Clowns was born. And obviously that lends to the scene in Killer Clowns where the clown is next to the guy in the car. He goes off the road. Yeah. Into the water. Off the bridge. Um, but it's crazy because this movie was only, like, shot in 36 days. What? Yeah. They had such a tight filming schedule for this, but, um, they, I mean, this was their brainchild. So, you know, their producers, the, um, the two brothers, I think it's Charles... Charles and Edward, Ed, and Edward and were Stephen and um, Stephen, but Charles and Edward were um, the ones that did the like the makeup effects and stuff like that. And then the um, Stephen, I think, was the um, director yeah. of Killer Clowns. 
So, um, but I think this is an important film because you have to think about all the films that have come out prior to this. There were no scary clowns until Killer Clowns. Think about it that way. Like there were certain references maybe here and there, but there was never a full on movie with a clown. Like we didn't have it yet. So now you fast forward and we have it. We have Killjoy. We have Terrifier. We have all those. Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding. Huge. Um, and it it's a horror comedy, like at its core. And it takes, you know, aliens and clowns, because I'm afraid of aliens. Yeah. But you mix them together and it's like, oh. Yeah. And the fact that there could be aliens that look like clowns. And we've talked about this before, but the part in the movie where the little girl is entranced by the clown and he's trying to get her away from her family um and then her mom comes at the last minute that is anxiety inducing yes but you think about it it's something that looks friendly um but it's not so i think it's a really and the effects work is just amazing like, what they pulled off for this movie is nothing short of just ingenious. It shows you... I know that they're, they've said before that there are things that they wanted to do in these movies that the in this movie that they weren't able to do. And they love to, you know, have a sequel to continue that. But they did so much with what they had. And it really was a labor of love for them. So, but I think it's important because it's one of the first times where we really see like a true horror comedy. I mean, we started getting Evil Dead and stuff like that. But, you know, this movie was a a throwback, a huge throwback to like the drive-in movies. Like it, it just, it's fantastic. So, what else I can say about it, but... I just think it's important because this is a fear. Like, clowns, I feel like this kind of taps into our fear of clowns. Like, you know, you see the scene with the little girl going off, and this kind of taps into this in a funny yet kind of poignant way. So, um, good job for the Cheeto Brothers. Now, you might be wondering who the Cheeto Brothers are. Again, I called it the Cheeto Brothers. It's the Chioto Brothers. But the Chioto Brothers comprise of Stefan, Charles, and Edward. They grew up in the Bronx, New York. They talk on different interviews on how that kind of, like, affected their childhood. Like, they talked about King Kong. Like, they saw King Kong and then King Kong, you know, that movie was, like, about their neighborhood. So they actually went to the Empire State Building to, like, see the crack that King Kong made. Um, And Killer Clowns is an homage to... A bunch of different horror films. Like, I think they said the blob and, like, the nose, how you shoot the nose and it explodes. That's, like, a zombie reference. And there was another one. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I yes. think. Yeah. Um, definitely. They mixed those together. But a lot of people know them for Killer Clowns. But they also do really groundbreaking effects work. Um, if you go on their IMDb, they have done... Um, Stuff for movies like Team America, World Police, Ernest Scared Stupid, and Critters. Critters is a huge one. They did a lot of work with Critters 
And an actual random fact about critters, if you watch the second one where they have the critter ball, if you pay attention in one part, you will actually see the Chiodo brothers pushing the ball um, to get it to go. Um, so look out for that. Ernest Scared Stupid too. Um, a lot of people don't recognize this, but they reused two of the molds from Killer Cons from Outer Space. So if you pay attention, two of the trolls in Ernest Scared Stupid um, looks like the clowns, um, which I, when I found that out, I went back and rewatched it. And yeah, you can definitely tell now. Um, Ernest Scared Stupid is one of my favorite movies too that terrified me as a child. I love it. Um, so it don't that Toyota Brothers were part of it, but um, they also do other things. Like I found out randomly they did some of the mo uh, models for Dinner for Schmucks, like the that. Um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of his name. Um, but that the one guy in the movie makes. And then they've done some stop animation stuff for um, like claymation things for The Simpsons, which is super cool. That is cool. The Simpsons is my like whole childhood. And I could see that definitely. So um, I, they've done a lot. I mean, definitely we, you know, we talk about Tom Savini being a genius, but there are so many others that are too. The effects, people behind the effects work, they do such amazing things. But um, the Chiota brothers, they, this movie, Killer Clowns, was their baby. Um and it was a family affair. Like they called in a lot of favors from movies that they had done and they got different effects artists and um, people to do it under such a tight budget. Um, but a lot of people don't realize this, but a lot of the effects that are in the movie are practical effects. There weren't very much CGI because they couldn't afford it. So a lot of what you see on screen is their ingenuity and things they do. Even so to the fact where at the end, Clownzilla is actually one of the Chiodo brothers in the costume. I think it was Charles that was in the Clownzilla costume. But he made, I think it was one of their costumes that they had already had made for something. And then they just turned it into Clownzilla. So, ingenuity. Right. But, um... I mean, did you know that the Chiota brothers did Critters? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do you like Critters? Yeah. I love Critters. I think Critters is super cool. And when I saw both Critters and Ernest Scared Stupid on there, it made sense because they have a very specific style that I think you can tell. For sure. And so you definitely can see that on there. But um, behind the scenes of the movie, that is a whole other take oh did it okay so speaking of effects and all that there i think i read that there was like four different masks they use like just yes and they kind of branched off of that yeah it's not really noticeable though no i mean they created all of these characters by hand um like i said they when they got the green light to this movie only had a budget of two million back in the 80s and then 
they had a tight filming schedule where they only could shoot for 36 days. And um, parts of this film was shot in Santa Carla, California. So, you know, Mm -hmm. Lost Boys. Um, But the... um, Like I had said before, I need to clarify. Charles and Steven wrote the film. Edward was one of the producers. And then Steven also directed the film. And so it was a family affair. The um, people that, like, in this movie... Um, are actual people they know, like the Terenzi brothers. They were brothers that they grew up with. And they just decided to name the characters after them. That's super cool. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine being their friend and then having an homage to, you know, a whole character of this. But, um, you know, the a lot of people don't realize this, but with all the effects they used, you know, you remember the scene where the guard gets like pelted with the pies and he like dissolves. What are you going to do with those pies boys? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Those pies really hurt because spoiler alert, they used real pies and when they were throwing them, they actually were throwing like the tin and it kept hitting the, it, it hurt the person that was playing it. So they had to come up with some method to keep, the tin attached to like their hand to just throw the pie. Um, so, I mean, practical effects. That had to be a sight to see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Um, the cotton candy cocoons. I just want to wonder, like, how did they come up with that? I, I know it's like an evasion of the body snatchers. Like, I think one of the brothers when in the documentary that I was watching, they said that that wasn't what they were going for, like in their mind, but maybe subconsciously they were. But, um, I mean, I just want to know how did they come up with cotton candy? And they were like, give me clown aesthetic. Yes. And yes. And they stuck to that. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, some of the effects that they did, like, I think I remember, um, where they had, where they like greased up the, um, balloon, like when they did the, the um the dog walking with mm-hmm. the the balloon they like greased it up so it wouldn't pop like as it as they were walking mm-hmm. it so i mean i just want to wonder like how that happened so like how they came up with that in their thought process and i did watch a part where they showed um where they filmed the scene where the clown was beside the car and it was a rig that was actually next to the car. And the person that was in the costume had to pretend to have the wheel. And, like, they had pedals for him and stuff. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that probably was a sight to behold. Everyone remembers the suits, though. Like, the cl- the killer clowns. And those are suits. Like, actual suits. And, um, you know, you got to we got to see them revived for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'll get to see more of things and more of those effects. The fact that they did all that with under $2 million, I mean, really speaks to what they can do. Um, I mean, between the fact of them doing that and then making the critter ball from critters, I mean, they're just talented. 
You can tell there was a lot of love put into it. Yeah, you can definitely tell that this is their brainchild and they really wanted to make a good film for people. And it kind of reminds me of how Jordan Peele came up with us, where he said it was like his nightmare. So the fact that they were saying that that was kind of like their thought process of like being their worst fear and that was born out of it. I think that's really cool. Okay, so <laughs> Killer Clowns obviously is a cult classic. And because of that, people go hard for this movie. Like, I know I'm a, a complete stan of this movie. But there are a lot of crazy fan theories. Have you gone through the cycles of them? Yeah, and then, like, I looked it up and, like, people kind of put it as fact. But I don't know if it is. It's like, so how the women are captured by balloons, they're turned into female clowns. I mean, that could be true, but I also saw a woman, the one that they're, like, giving her pizza, they turned her into a cotton candy cocoon. So maybe, it, maybe they're just being selective. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe they're selective. Yeah. Which is cool, because you don't see, you see two clowns with the Terenzi brothers. Mm-hmm. And I also got to add, like, balloon boobs, 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, if you go on Britney's TikTok, she did a hilarious thing where she synced up one of the current like TikTok sounds um and did it with the Terenzi brothers like um they wouldn't go help what's her face but Debbie she, Debbie but th then he says oh she's got roommates with big boobs with big boobs now they'll help them and there's a theory that that was her roommates who knows that's crazy. And I thought of one. I don't know if this is like an already known theory. Okay, so they if they can transform the women into killer clowns, <laughs> you know how they kidnap the farmer? I think his name was Gene Green, maybe? Mm -hmm. They kidnap his dog. But do we see it after? Then there's the balloon animal dog. What if they turn the dog into a balloon animal? Oh my god! I never thought of that. That's genius. So then it makes me wonder, like, okay, if they can do that... Then some, there is a theory on Reddit that the clowns were really just cruising through the galaxy looking for a bite to eat and getting, maybe getting some action. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. And I feel like we definitely say that in the movie, the yeah. Frenzy Brothers, one of them says that about yeah. getting a bite to eat when they're all like discussing when they're going into the, um, the tent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I guess my thing would be like, what if they weren't even supposed to be there and they just randomly like saw like what if all the cars on lovers that like lovers lean or whatever they saw them and then that's why they ended up there you look delicious <laughs> there's a bunch of random but there is a theory that like the clowns are an apex predator species that modifies itself to target its prey that is a theory on reddit that's kind of cool. I mean, it is, but, like, does it work? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But back with the one that they transform it into females to reproduce, I don't know if I agree with that, because the popcorn spawns, but is, is that a different species? Are those going to be killer clowns one day? Because you don't see them, like, grow the little popcorn spawns. I feel like my mind just broke. It's like that meme where it's like they're looking off in the distance and they're all those scientific equations. I mean, yeah. Like, 
So I'm wondering, like, okay, if they tr- if they turn the women into clown women, then do they make kids? Like, do they they produce reproduce children, or do they like just become clown? Like, they just like automatically like, hey, you're a clown. They lay popcorn eggs. <laughs> yeah, like. What do they do? I mean, those are very interesting theories. Um, I'm I'm really, like, mystified by the last one. I'm trying to think to myself, like, okay, from the movie, like, how would that work? (laughs) With the Apex one? Yeah. I mean, I could see it because it's very clown-themed. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, was it maybe something with the town? That made them, like, transform into those? Or, like, what was it? That That's that's an interesting... Sound off, if you're listening to this right now, sound off on our Horrorcraft community page and let us know what you think and if you have any theories because right now my mind is just blown. Um, I didn't think of it like that at all. <laughs> so, um... I mean, Reddit, you got some really good theories going on. Um, hopefully, you know, if we ever get a sequel, that will happen. Probably wondering if it's such an amazing movie, why aren't we up to Killer Clowns Part 9 by now or beyond? Well, that's because Killer Clowns, the sequel, has been stuck in development hell for years. Right? Right. So there have been a lot of attempts to get killer clowns off the ground there were talks of a game there were talks about different movies um one of the biggest holdups is mgm has killer clowns and mgm at first when sci-fi was doing like the leprechaun reboot and the critters one they offered them $2 million budget to do the sequel and they would put it on sci-fi. Well, the original movie cost $2 million in the 80s. So you could imagine how they weren't just going to make that work. And even MGM, the studio, was like, nah, that's not it. The other big thing, and people don't realize this, is... When Disney bought Fox, they got MGM. And because of that, any deal on the table with Killer Clowns was immediately scrapped. So it sat in development hell for years. Um, There is hopefully some hope because Amazon recently, this past year, bought MGM Studios and has taken over a lot of their properties And they've expressed interest in revamping some horror properties. So Killer Clowns could very easily end up on Amazon Prime. Um, I'm hopeful for it. I'm for it. Yeah, I mean, the Killer Clown, like, they've they've brought it up a lot. And there has been a lot of interest. You know, they did a DVD release a couple years ago and got a lot of buzz behind it. And they were hoping then that it would help kick. And that's when they started trying really hardcore again to get the sequel and the Chiodo brothers, they have never given up trying to get a, another sequel. But then they thought with horror nights that that would help. But then obviously 
Disney bought Fox and Disney was not going to green light an MGM Studios killer clown movie. Um, so now with Amazon, there's a good possibility. And I would very much hopefully look forward with that. What would you like to see in a sequel? I'm down for anything at this point. It's been 33 years, I think, mm-hmm. since the original came out. I want to see why. Like, I want to see why they're doing this. I want to know, like, the thing. I just want to see, like, more behind the scenes with the clowns. Because clowns just kind of came. They did their thing. They're about to peace out. I want to see, like, what makes these clowns tick. And I want to see more. Definitely want to see more clown women. Um, it's the balloon and, boobs. I know. Yeah. It, it's that. But I would like to see also, like, why there are different species and more, maybe more of a little explaining. It doesn't have to, like, reinvent the wheel because I think that's part of, like, the killer clown's charm is it's like, get in there, get it done, and we're good to go. Um, or it could be, like, the apex predator and maybe they're not clowns at all. Yeah, and maybe they transform from being clowns into something else. And, but... I, I think they'll keep it clown themed. I mean, that's a motif that's never going to go out of style. Um, but I would like to see, like, where's their home planet? What does that look like? Like, do we get a, a scene where, like, Mike Tobacco and them, they try to go to the killer clown planet? Like, I don't know. I'm down for anything, but I just need answers. I have questions, and I just need them answered. So please. Someone out there in the universe realize how wonderful a property of Killer Clowns is and answer these questions for me. It's my Christmas wish. Not really. I mean, it is, but we're not mentioning Christmas this early. So, huh? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I I just hope that a sequel gets made. So. There were a lot of really creative ideas that were put in this movie. A bunch of different ways that they kill people. A bunch of different weapons. There was a freaking gun that turned you into a cotton candy cocoon. For sure. Shot popcorn at you. You know, people were getting killed by um, shadow puppets. A puppet show, I think, was it with a cotton candy gun? I think. It was the puppet. That had the gun. That had the gun and then... The shadow puppet that devoured him. That was a T-Rex. He did a bunch of different ones. And then getting, like, the the head punched off with the boxing gloves after he destroyed Shorty's bike. What a jerk. Don't mess with Shorty, man. He will get you. It's just, like, there's so many different clown-themed things that they went with, and it worked super well. What was another one? Like, a party horn that killed Officer Mooney. Mm-hmm. Like, it strangled him, I think. Mm-hmm. And then he used him as a ventriloquist dummy, like you said. Yeah, and Clownzilla. And Clownzilla. Like, that was a huge thing. And then they had, like, just, you know, kind of more normal weapons, like baseball bats and golf clubs, but they were, like, clown, clownified. I feel like the thing that terrified, one of the things that terrified me the most was the clown car. When the clown car comes out and they're sweeping all the people into the... The thing. Like the whole parade. They had a whole parade. Yeah, they had a whole parade. And then the clown car, when they got like out of it, out of it before they did the pies. um, 
how many clowns were in there. Like, I feel like that was what terrified me. I'm like, holy crap, there's like nine bajillion clowns in that car. In that tiny little car. And they're going to come and get me. Like. Just stuff like that. And like, when you would get like either killed or captured, they'd like kind of mark your house with like clown decorations. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a free service after death? I mean, they're trying to be generous and bring people pizza and Valentine's Day (laughs) cards or whatever. Yeah. Um, Nobody send me a killer clown Valentine, please. I might now. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, from you, I might accept it, but like, just don't. You, you have all these, like, different cool guns. Like, I don't know how they thought about that. Like, I'm going to turn you into a cotton candy with this And they're gun. very themed with, like, the whole theme in general. Like, you like they look like carnival guns. Like, they're so interesting, the different ways that they did that. And then, like, the spaceship itself is a giant tent, and it's like a fun house on the inside. And that's kind of creepy within itself. And then you, like, at the core of it, you get, like, that that like sci-fi chamber Mm -hmm. and it's like a whole thing the bendy straw too like the putting the bendy straw in the cotton candy cocoon and sucking the blood out like that was creepy as hell i didn't look at bendy straws the same way for a while like like you know you're not a mixed drink this is a human being like sorry barbara you're no longer a person sipping on your white claw. You're the one getting sipped on. Margaritas in my place. Human flavor. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they did. And everything was on theme. Like, everything was carnival. Like, they did every single detail to the max. Like, you look at the suits. The suit, the actual, like, killer clown outfits. They are so detailed with, like, what they had to do. And you have to remember, this is a movie that is, like, it's a sci-fi movie, and it's made on less than $2 million. And the guns alone, I heard, cost, like, 7000 I yeah. think, to make. Yeah, yeah, they got people to do the mold. I mean, they called in a lot of favors for it. But, yeah, the ton of creativity went into it. I think that's why it makes it such a lasting movie is the creativity on it. So hopefully, you know, I hope it keeps getting recognized for years to come. Creativity. I cannot believe we forgot the Killer Clowns theme song. Um, I mean, they have their own theme song. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but I read somewhere that, is it the Dickies or the Dickies or Dickies? I think it's the Dickies, yeah. They wrote it before they even seen the movie, I think. I mean, that's pretty ingenious if they did. Um, yeah, you just like, it, you know, it plays in the in the beginning and then it plays at the end. And you just like get into that vibe of it. And I just like, wow. My kids will hear like the first couple seconds and yeah. be like, oh my gosh, it's on. Yeah, it's very noticeable. Just kind of like how Trick or Treat has, like, its own score. And you know that that's, like, Sam's thing. That, like, you know Killer Clowns from hearing that music. Like, I know that they pumped it when it was at Halloween Horror Nights. Like, I heard that from people. And, I mean, automatically you know when you hear that. That it's, like, it's Killer Clowns. We gotta do this. I did that with Hocus Hocus Pocus the other day. My mom was on the phone with me and they started watching it. She's like, how do you know that? I'm like, it came out when I was, like, what, two? Yes. (laughs) Watching it for like you 28 always, years. You always remember, I put a 
bell on you. Oh, it was just like the first little like intro music. Yeah. But I mean, again, ingenuity. When you know, you know. When you know, you know. Um, but yeah, Killer Clowns. I mean, I just think it's such a great movie and it, it's a movie that doesn't necessarily take itself too seriously, but it also has a lot of craftsmanship and just love behind it. And I love how it's kind of got another life going on right now. And I hope this continues and I hope this pushes the studio to, you know, green light the Chiodo brothers to do another movie because I just want to know, like, if they were given a bigger budget, how they would come up with a sequel to that. I mean, because they put so much ingenuity in the first one. I imagine how it is going to be going into a sequel. Them, Even them themselves, they've said that there were things that they really wanted to do, but they couldn't do because they didn't have the time and they didn't have the budget. So I'm just wondering, like, what are those things? Tell me. Tell me those things. So, no offense to the Cheeto brothers. So, I just want to know. But what do you think? About what? About Killer Clowns. I mean, I did have a Killer Clowns tattoo, so I love it a lot. Yes. She got it covered up. Yeah, I was in, like, a really bad mental place, and people kept, like, thinking it was, like, they didn't know what a cotton candy cocoon was, and I was, like, trying to work with, like, my kid's school and stuff, Mm -hmm. and people thinking, they thought, someone thought it was a dick, and I'm like, that's not a dick. Why would there be a face on a dick? Cancel those people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Like, I thought it was a cool tattoo, and I still think... You That's can cool. still see it. You can see it in there. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think Killer Clowns, like, it's here to stay. And I hope, I'm praying to the Spirit Halloween gods, that they come out with even more Killer Clown stuff next year. So. Yeah, I didn't get to, I didn't get, to get the gun. I was kind of sad. Yeah. I didn't see it at ours. I kind of wanted to get the shorty one, the shorty animatronic. But I was like, my kid would flip i didn't even see it yeah they have a shorty animatronic that like punches right i didn't see it like in store i knew it existed but yeah i think it was like very limited so i think that one and the ghost face one were very like hit or miss collecting horror is hard yes that that, goes that is going to be a whole other episode but um you know kick back and enjoy killer clowns this weekend um, it's Halloween. Halloween's about fun. This movie is nothing about, is all about fun. So check it out. Um, I feel like you went to a different age groups because yeah. I mean, my mom showed me and then I showed my kids and they love it as much as I do. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's one that definitely you can kind of introduce to people early. So, so it's not gory and there's not like, oh, a lot of sex or, I mean, I think there's like nipples. I don't know. I can't tell. So it's like that subtle. Yeah. But until next time, this is me, Cassandra. And Bubbles. And this is the Horrorcraft Horrorcraft Podcast. And stay spooky. Bye.